Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to Pack Rap. I'm your host, <clears throat> Talon Graff, but as always, you can call me Coach. <clears throat> First, before we get going into what was a pretty entertaining and fun weekend of, of uh, Pac-12 football, and we, you know, they were able to get every single game in, which is good. <clears throat> but before we do, I want to remind you that Pack Rap is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. We have teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. Here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, and PointsBet. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It is that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page, and get in on the action with a special offer from American Betting Experts. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, pretty good uh, pretty good slate of games. Um, I was wrong on most of them, but um, <clears throat> a, a couple of them were, were pretty surprising. We'll get, on, uh, get into it with uh, Stanford and Washington. Uh, Stanford was able to pull off an upset victory, in my opinion. I, I consider that an upset. I think most people would. Uh, Washington was ranked uh, <clears throat> coming into the contest, but you know, um, Stanford came out and they had a really good game plan. And, and the fact that you know, yet again, Washington got off to a slow start. Uh, they've been able to kind of make up for that recently, and and and. Uh, mount comebacks and be able to uh, pull away victories, but just one enough in this one, um, you know, falling down 24 to, to three at halftime, uh, just too big of a, too big of a mountain to climb in the second half. Although the, the Washington defense did hold Stanford to only seven in the second. Um, so obviously those halftime adjustments by coach Lake and the defensive staff for the Huskies continue to work, but they just need to figure out how to get those, uh, how to get those first half, that first half game plan to, to be executed properly. Um, but yeah, Stanford comes, you know, pulls to 500, gives Washington their first loss of the season. Davis Mills had a had a decent game. He's kind of struggled this year. 
Um, but he was he was big in this one. He was 20 to 30 for 252 yards. He did throw one touchdown pass. But uh, the story for the Stanford Cardinal continues to be the running back. But I mean, you know, we've seen so many good running backs uh, play for Stanford under David Shaw, you know, most notably Toby Gerhart, and then Christian McCaffrey, Bryce Love, and I know there's been some in between those guys. Um, and you know, Andrew Luck gets a lot of the notoriety about, but he he wasn't a Shaw guy. He was a Harbaugh guy. And Ger- Gerhardt actually may have been a Harbaugh guy as well. Now that I think about it, um, but regardless, Stanford in recent memory have produced a lot of good running backs, and uh, Austin Jones is stepping right into that role. Uh, he looks like he's going to be a big time player, um, and he he kind of already is. And, and he he came out with another big day. Uh, for the Cardinal here, 31 carries, 138 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, so really, really big day for Jones. And he was, you know, he was the main reason for that offensive production in the first half. And then uh, also joining in the fun on the ground was Nathaniel Pete. He added seven carries for 44 yards, and he also punched one in as well. Um, so, you know, that first half explosion for Stanford was able um, to withstand the rest of the game. Uh, Washington was only able to muster three points in the first half, but came out and scored uh, 23 in the second. But again, not enough for the complete comeback. And uh, Washington falls 31 to 26 in that game. Um, speaking of the Cardinal defense in the first half, Curtis Robinson was able to, uh, he led the team with six tackles. Um, you know, just kind of wanted to, throw out somebody's name on the defensive side of the ball, even though, um, you know, each squad gave up a lot of points in each half. Um, you know, they kind of flip-flopped. And we've seen that a lot from Washington this, this season. It's been weird. Um, but, yeah, but just just not enough in this one. Dylan Morris um, continues to be a pretty good threat on the ground, but he had a decent day through the year, 15 or 23 for 254 yards. Um, he had one rushing touchdown. On the day, but Sean McGrew, uh, another decent day, 16 carries, 65 yards, and a couple of scores of his own. Uh, and on the defensive side of the ball, really unbelievable day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the name. Edifuan Ulafoshio, 18 tackles, 13 of which were solos. Um, and uh, for that Washington defense, unbelievable production. But again, uh, you, you can't allow 24 first half points and expect to win a lot of those games um, to fall the way they did, you know, ending up 31-26. <clears throat> Says a lot about that Husky team, but too much. Stanford was too much for them. Uh, moving on, Oregon, man. Last week they suffered a really big time upset to Oregon State. Uh, and this week again, man, now, you know, starting off 3-0, and everybody's favorite in the North, including myself. A lot of people have them as a, you know, pretty pretty long shot at the playoff. But still, uh, they, you know, if people were putting a Pac-12 team in the playoff, it was most likely going to be Oregon, you know, preseason. No chance of that happening now. And even winning the Big 12 North is, is in jeopardy. Uh, a lot of questions surrounding that. But Oregon loses its second straight. <clears throat> To a, to a Pac-12 North opponent. Uh, this week it was Cal. Cal get got their first win of the season. Uh, they were able to put it together and and uh, and hats off to the defense who who shut out Oregon's offense in the second half. Um, it was a 17 to 10 game at halftime, 
and it ended up, uh, I'm sorry, 17-14 game at halftime, and the, the game ended up being 21-17. There was one touchdown sco- scored in the third quarter by Cal, and that was it. Scoring was over in the second half. Um, so really a, a defensive back-and-forth game in the second half. Uh, but Chase Garbers for, for the Cal offense, um, he, he continues to be exactly what everybody thinks he is. Um, and and, he, and he's, it's not a bad thing. I, I'm not meaning that in, in a bad way at all. He's doing what he needs to do, even though this is Cal's first win. There have been struggles, and he's not going to air it out. He's not going to have, you know, 400, 500-yard days, four or five touchdowns. He's just not going to be that guy. So Cal uh, needs to utilize him in the correct way, and they've done a pretty good job of that. But finally all came to all came together. So, but yeah, you know, not my mind blowing numbers by any stretch of the, of the imagination um, from Garbers, but again, he never will have them. Uh, he was 20 32 for 183 passing yards. He did have a passing touchdown. He did have a rushing touchdown as well. So he is a threat. He's, he's a dangerous threat. His, his legs are um, um, a big factor in his game. But the defense, man. Um, but before we get there, I do want to mention there were six ball carriers. Um, for, for the Bears. Six guys carried the ball, so it was a definitely a team effort there. Um, Bradrick Shaw did score the other touchdown for, for the Cal rushing game, um, and, of course, Garber said the other. But on the defensive side of the ball, a couple shout-outs here. Uh, Dang had eight tackles, five of those solos. He, he was in on a sack. He had, a, he had a, another play in the backfield. Um, Cameron Good, uh, he had seven tackles, five solos. He was in on a couple sacks. And then he was all over the backfield um, making plays. So, and then Cameron Bynum also had a had a good day for the secondary. I know he's in on a couple pass deflections. Um, so, shout out to those Cal Golden Bears for for their performance and their efforts against a, you know a, an Oregon offense that is high powered uh, and has you know is capable of putting up points. Even though there's a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces, um, and you know one of those newer faces is Tyler Shuck, a quarterback. You know, 14 or 26, 231 yards. Uh, he threw a touchdown. He didn't throw any interceptions, so that's, you know, good on him. Um, and then Travis Dye on the ground, 12 carries for 71 yards. C.J. Verdell continues to kind of not be, any, be anywhere found. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on there. It, you know, it's been, a, I feel like, this last week or two, maybe three weeks, Verdell has seen a slip in production and, and a slip in opportunities. Um Maybe he's hurt. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm I'm not sure. But um, Cyrus Abibi Likio, one of the one of the you know leading rushers from last season, um, he was able to punch one in on the in in the from the ground. So um, the Oregon running game keep trying, you know, doing everything they can to keep him in the game, but just really nothing was working. Um, but yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> on the defensive side of the ball, Noah, Noah Sewell. The young prodigy continues to impress. Um, he's going to be an issue for, for the rest of the Pac-12 for at least two or three years. Um, and then Kayvon Thibodeau, he was able to get in on a sack, three, uh, four sacks total for the Oregon defense. Um, so, you know, they, they're they doing their job. They allowed, you know, 21 points. You know, it's not like they got blown out, but the Cal defense, um, or I'm sorry, the Oregon defense really stepped it up in the second half as well. Just unfortunately, Cal – Cal got the better of them, uh, unfortunately for Oregon, that is. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Oregon drops its second straight, and Cal wins its first of the season. So, congrats to Cal. 
and Oregon looks to to get back on the right path here. Um, some hope, you know, for Oregon fans, hopefully soon. Um, and then moving on right along down the road here, Colorado stays perfect. Uh, Colorado remains undefeated on the season, and boy, <laughs> Jarek Broussard. You know, we, we've we've talked about him quite a bit, um, but man, what what a day he had against Arizona, helping Colorado to that victory over Arizona, twenty-four to thirteen. Um, yeah, 25 carries, 300 yards on the ground. I think he ended with a total of like 301. Um, but man, just what a great day for the, for the running back. And then Sam Norrie, the quarterback, uh, he did throw two interceptions, um, but he did, he was able to score on the ground as was, uh, Clayton. He scored an additional, uh, uh, Shad Clayton scored two additional touchdowns while Broussard, uh, produced the yardage. Clayton produced a touchdown. So a really good rushing combo for the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, yeah, Neuer had a rough day through the air, but but Broussard and Clayton definitely made up for that. And then Nate Landman, yet again, uh, his name all over the stat sheet, 16 tackles, 12 solo. He had a sack. He had three and a half tackles for losses. Um, uh, really, really another great day for Nate Lehman. Um, one of the He continues to be one of the funnest defensive prospects to watch in college football. Um, so, you know, you'd think the, the committee is recognizing, you know, Colorado and, and their 4-0 record, um, ranking them at, at number 21. But again, at this point in the season, it's just not going to happen. Pac-12 will not get a team in the playoff. I just, I just can't see it happening, um, with USC being ranked 15th. Um, a lot of teams have, it's just not going to happen. But regardless, uh, let's not stray too far off subject. Um, continuing with this Colorado-Arizona game. Uh, Arizona, Will Plummer, uh, not a good day for him as either through the air. 19-32, uh, of 32, only 154 yards. He did throw an interception as well. Um, but the ground game for the for the Wildcats is what kept them somewhat relevant in this game. Uh, <clears throat> Michael Wiley uh, touched the ball only seven times, but he turned that into 122 yards. And then Gary Brightwell, who's been um, – a bright spot for that offense all season. Uh, 22 carries, had 117 yards of his own, and he was able to to score a touchdown. Anthony Pandy deserves a shout out for the for the Arizona defense. Uh, he was in on eight tackles, and he also uh, made both of the interceptions um, that Neuer threw. It was <clears throat> Pandy picked both of them off. So a big day for him, but his team falls to 0 and 4. And Colorado moves to four and zero. So keep an eye out for Broussard. Uh, that guy is having a heck of a season. A lot of good running backs for the Pac-12, um, but unfortunately, and arguably probably the best running back in the Pac-12 this season, uh, Jamar Jefferson of Oregon State, unavailable against Utah um, due to COVID. Uh, he was on. He landed on the COVID list. Was not able to go against Utah, uh, and we'll get into this later. Well, I mean, I'll say it now, but he. It looks like he he should be available for for next week or this week, however you want to look at it. Um, but <clears throat> no Jamar Jefferson against Utah. Um, the 0 and 2 Utes facing off against the 2 and 2 Oregon State Beavers. 
Uh, Oregon State obviously coming off that huge win over Oregon, so they're 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 riding high. They're feeling good, but <clears throat> without their uh, their Mustang Jamar Jefferson, just wasn't wasn't their night. Uh, they fell thirty to twenty four. Uh, Chance Nolan, the JUCO quarterback who stepped in, yeah, not only were they missing Jamar Jefferson, but Jebbia, their starting quarterback, who's out for the season due to injury, um, was not there either. But the, the following only six points shy um, of the defending, you know, Pac-12 South champion. You know, I think that's a big deal. That's a pretty good deal. Um, you know, and something to, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of moral victories. I'm not a big component of them, but you know. If you want to call this one, you you could um, for Oregon State. There's there's some there's quite a there's pretty bright silver linings to pull from that game. Um, but yeah, Chance Nolan, the former Saddleback uh, Saddleback quarterback at the junior college level here, uh, one of the you know one of the one of the better JUCO programs all, uh, around. Uh, Chance Nolan and his first career start for Oregon State went 20 of 38 for 202 yards. Um, he threw a touchdown, but he also threw an interception. Uh, so you know, it, not a terrible day for the kid uh, for a de- you know at, for a debut. Uh, I think the, the kid obviously proves that he he does belong. He can play, and uh, uh, and I think he'll he'll be he'll be just fine. But you know, speedy recovery recovery uh, for Jebbia, hopefully. So in J- in Jamar Jefferson's absence, um, the Beavers turned to Calvin Tyler. <clears throat> And uh, you know he—he's not Jamar Jefferson, obviously. And uh, and and you just felt there's someone gone, and you knew it was Jefferson. But uh, but Calvin Tyler did, you know, able to punch in two uh, scores on the ground. Um, I believe. Yeah, Calvin Tyler. So Calvin Tyler stepped up big for Oregon State in terms of scoring. But yeah, just uh, trying to find anybody. They they use the committee method for Oregon State, but just the, the loss of Jamar Jefferson proved to be too much. Uh, so thirty to twenty four victory for Utah. Um, Avery Roberts uh, had a big day for for the Beavers. Um, and it's kind of hard to believe, but twenty one tackles, ten of those being solo. Um, so a big day for him. And then Utah. Jake Bentley, the quarterback, um, threw one touchdown, only 174 yards through the air. But Ty Jordan um, continues to be a bright spot and continues to grow and learn and be, be you know, develop in that offense. Uh, and he put in a, quite a good day, 27 carries, 167 yards, and a touchdown of his own. And then a special shout-out to Devin Lloyd for the Utah Utes defense. Seven tackles, six solos, one sack, and two tackles for loss. Um, so Devin Lloyd, big day for the Utes defense, and they are able to put together their first one of the season and Hannah, Oregon State, their third. Um, so Oregon State drops to two and three. Utah goes to one and two. <clears throat> and what I kind of expected to be the best game of the weekend for the Pac-12 um, didn't really disappoint. It was a good game. UCLA, Arizona State, UCLA was able to pull out that victory. Um, I wasn't sure really what to expect from Arizona State. I, I picked them to win last week, 
but you know, just seeing their performance against USC, but man, that was a long time ago. Uh, and UCLA has been able to put together a rhythm and, um, you know, definitely know what they're doing in Arizona state really. I've just, you know, I've been practicing and sitting back waiting for games to happen that, that haven't. So only, uh, only Arizona State's second game of the season. Um, and this was UCLA's fifth. So put our, however much stock you want to into that. But, uh, yeah, Arizona State not able to uh, to pull up the victory yet again. And again, you know, th their time off, how much that had to do with it, we'll never know. But Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, 18 of 24, 192 yards, a touchdown through the year. He also had a big day on the ground, uh, 15 carries, 49 yards, and a touchdown on the ground as well. So two total touchdowns for DTR um, as he went over 200 for the day total. But Britton Brown, um, seven carries, 94 yards, and then Demetric Felton, 10 carries for 41, and he also added a touchdown. Um, <clears throat> so uh, a, a group effort on the rushing from the rushing attack for for um, for the Bruins, and then Caleb Johnson had a big day for the Bruin defense, 10 tackles, six solo. He also added two sacks. So. And, uh, and Osling as well, two sacks for, for UCLA. The defense continues to play well. Um, the Arizona State offense seemed to struggle throughout the contest, uh, you know, only mustering 18 points. <clears throat> you know, and, and outside that 17-point second quarter for UCLA, Arizona State's defense um, was able to hold them in check as well. So <clears throat> that Arizona State defense, you know, we mentioned it when they you know, lost to USC, but so well coached, the entire team really um, – but we get into Arizona State here. Jane Daniels, 21 and 35, 225 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He also added a rushing touchdown. Um, so the young man, he, he's he's going to be, you know, by the time he's junior senior, he he might earn himself some Heisman um, Heisman talk. <clears throat> uh, Chip Trainum, the freshman, you know, I think it's well documented on this show and and other shows that I do that. You know how I how much uh, Chip Trainum. You know how much he excites me, and how you know how good I think he's going to be, and how good I already think he is. Um, but he put in a, a hundred yard day, fifteen carries for hundred and eight, and then Frank Darby, uh, he had a good day as well. Even though the UCLA defense, you know, they were stifling, uh, both defenses were were pretty stifling. But uh, Frank Darby for Arizona State, the wide receiver, looked good. Um, I think he, he's probably going to be someone that, that we see in the league. Um, he'll pop up down the road and we'll, you know, we'll remember him as a Sun Devil. Uh, and then Tyler Johnson, three sacks on the day, and Merlin Robertson, um, two guys that continue to be studs for that defense. Uh, Merlin Robertson added seven tackles. So <clears throat> a really good defense for Arizona State, but UCLA just a little bit, you know, Whatever it was, that little extra imp that they needed, um, UCLA moves to three and two, and Arizona State dropped to zero and two. You know, playing USC and UCLA, UCLA, two two talented teams, two good teams uh, from the Pac-12, and Arizona State just you know started off with those two, and we'll see. They're they're a much better team than zero and two, that's for sure. All right, and, and a rare uh, Sunday game for college football. We saw USC completely dominate Washington State. Um, you know, Keaton Slovis, Amon Ross St. Brown, 
uh, got the Trojans going and they got them going early. Um, you know, a 28 point first quarter, <clears throat> you know, you jump out to a 28 nothing lead, you know, uh, that's hard for any team to overcome. And, and Washington State just not able to do it against that USC defense. Uh, so at the end of the day, 38 to 13 final in favor of USC after a 28 point first quarter. Keaton Slovis on the day was 25 of 32, 287 yards, five total touchdowns um, through the year. Drake London caught most of his yards. He had five receptions, 92 uh, receiving yards. Tyler Vaughn's added a touchdown along with five catches and 69 yards, but I mentioned him just a little bit ago. Amon Ross St. Brown uh, with four of those five touchdowns from Slovis. So Amon Ross St. Brown, seven catches, 65 yards four touchdowns um, and on the defensive side of the ball, a couple of guys that I think deserve mentioning Nick Figueroa. Um, you know, if you, if you watch any USC game or listen to uh, their games on the radio or, you know, whatever, however you however however you watch or listen to USC, you probably hear Nick Figueroa's name thrown out quite a bit. Um, and uh, he ended his day with three sacks uh, and then Talanoa Hufunga, the safety nine tackles, Five of them solo. He added a sack. He added a tackle for a loss, and he added an interception. So Hufunga was all over the place for that Trojan defense. And then uh, Washington State. Jaden Delora was definitely struggling. He tossed two interceptions, uh, and Elijah Griffin was a, was the other Trojan who got the the second interception, the other interception. And then uh, Gunnar Cruz did throw a touchdown pass in the game, but Renard Bell, uh, lone bright spot. Not a lone bright spot, but one of the brighter spots for, for Washington State. The receiver had 11 catches for 76 yards, and uh, he caught the Gunner Cruz touchdown pass. So uh, USC comes away with a big dominating win, 38-13. to 13. Um, They are bumped up in the rankings. They go from number 20 to number 15, which is a pretty good leap. Uh, and, and you were looking for a type of game like this from USC. Uh, one that they just came out and completely instilled their dominance. Um, but I still don't think it's going to be enough for them to make the playoff, you know, but we'll see. Uh, let's take a look at the upcoming slate of games. But first, I want to remind you to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. You go to LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites legal in your state. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. All right. Um, so we'll go through the games for this weekend. Um, as of right now, no Sunday game scheduled, but there is a Friday game. Uh, Little in-state rivalry action, Arizona State, Arizona, 0-2 Sun Devils, 0-2 or 0-4 Wildcats. Something's got to give. You think someone's going to walk away victors, uh, and I, I think that's going to be Arizona State. Uh, Arizona, I don't know. They, they have moments, and they and they have a few players that that can produce. But Arizona State, they're looking, they're hungry for that first win. They have so many talented guys, and that defense, I think, is going to come out. And, and play scary good against Arizona. So I think it, this might be an Arizona State blowout. And then uh, a full slate of Saturday games, man. Utah, Colorado. Uh, not 
you know, it's not the same old Utah, and this Colorado team is good. Look for Broussard to have another big, big, big game. Um, Sam Neuer has to clean up the mistakes. Uh, when when Neuer plays well and he looks sharp, that, that makes things easier for Broussard. Um, and Colorado is playing really well, so I look for Colorado to get that victory and go five and zero on the season. Washington, Oregon, a good old fashioned rivalry. Um, two former playoff contenders for the Pac-12, um, and this this could be a this could be a good game. That Washington defense has been playing really well in the second half. They need to figure out how to put it all together. And that Oregon offense can put up a lot of points. Uh, they have a lot of potential there. And that Oregon defense is good too. Um, so I'm going to go Oregon. I think Oregon gets back in the right on the right track here. They get back in the win column. In a close game, I do think it's going to be a close game, but I think Oregon squeaks it out. Uh, USC, UCLA, oh, man, what a what a fun tradition that is. Um, rather it be in the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl, it's always a fun atmosphere. Um, unfortunately, obviously, things are things are different in 2020, but um, I'll definitely be, be watching that one. Uh, USC, Rosen undefeated. UCLA, obviously – much improved from from previous seasons, um, and they are playing well. That defense is playing well, but they have a that Bruin defense has a tough test against that Trojan offense. Um, UCLA is going to be looking to to dash some what little playoff hope USC has, and USC is looking to keep that hope alive and and uh, and and you know continue their winning ways of 2020, but. One of the better and most underrated rivalries in the country in all of college football, UCLA, USC. Man, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick UCLA. I'm gonna pick UCLA in this one. USC is a really good team. Both these teams are talented. USC probably has more talent, um, but I I don't know. I'm I'm feeling U, UCLA. I'm feeling them. It's just a gut feeling. And I think if I were to pick USC, which my mind is telling me to pick USC, I don't know. My heart's telling me UCLA. I just have a feeling UCLA is going to win that game. Uh, but we shall see. And then uh, Stanford, Oregon State. Uh, we'll see if Jamar Jefferson is able to go. He's still, you know, not not 100% sure if he's going to be able to go. But if he is, um, obviously that gives Oregon State the best chance to win. Stanford has been, you know, putting stuff together. They're starting to figure things out. Austin, uh, Austin Jones continues to be uh, a threat from the from the running game. So if Jefferson and, and Jones each go, um, we could see two really good running backs duke it out. And then Chance Nolan, um, you know, if he continues to get better, uh, this could be an interesting game with you know shootout between he and Mills. So I'm I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Stanford. I'll go Stanford over Oregon State on that one. I do think it's going to be a slim margin. Whoever wins is going to be close. Uh, and then Cal, Washington State. I'm going to go Cal. Um, Washington State just looked so bad against USC, and Cal's been getting better. And I've, I've been a, you know, I thought from way back, I thought Cal's going to be a good team. And for whatever reason, they, you know, they started off 0-3. They, they went through a lot of struggles. But, um, getting that big first win, I think they got that monkey off their back, and now I think they're just going to be able to play loose and, and play the type of football that they want to play. So I'm going to go California uh, over Washington State. All right, folks, that's going to do it um, for this edition of Pack Wrap. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and as always, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your evening. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.